What's going on today? Today's podcast. We got other things going on. I'm having trouble knocking my phone, even though my password's been the same password since the senior of high school. Um, Penn's here. Penn's making that money, chewing on her weird peanut butter thing. Um, Amanda's here, chefing it up, making that money. Daniel's here. You know Dan's here. He's a Cowboys fan, but he's making that money. He's doing his thing. The fish in the back also making that money. Nick, making that fucking money. Let's make some money. Those are some quiet drops. Because they were swimming around, I could see that some of them were making that money, man. Dude, some of them, some of them have been fighting with each other lately. I was gonna say they look. None of them look hungry. So, um, you know the two catfish, like the two big ass catfish. Yeah, they're big. One of them has like scars all on its right side. I think the other one's beating them up. And the two angelfish are like button heads. Hey, man, beating the shit out of each other. It's um, what the king of the castle? King of the, king castle. Of the hill. King of the tank. Ooh, ooh. Apex Predator. Hey, welcome back to the Daily Dividends Podcast. Podcast. We do this thing once a week uh, around here, most of the time. And um, yeah, we're the premier spot for information on how to make that shmoney on predictionstrike.com, the world's first fantasy sports stock market. <laughs> Before we get into the logistics, Nicholas, how you doing, my friend? Um, I'm doing good, man. The weather doesn't suck. So that's always great. Um, you know, we're busy at the job, so that's always great. And um, just we're looking at more sports. We're getting closer and closer to football season, even though we have an entire summer to go. We have like two other sports seasons or three other sports seasons that need to conclude before that happens. Hey, okay. man, the more sports, the better. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's been a really, really busy couple of weeks. I started a new serving job on the weekends because we're trying to pay for that wedding. So we got to pay for that monies. Got to pay for the money. Hmm. But, dude. Yeah, we got to pay for the money. Well, listen, you, listen. Broke money don't make no money, and if I go broke, finish sentence. Oh, oh, I got to finish it. Um, I'm gonna take your money. Right. So you know you got to spend money to make money. So, spent I spend money in buying uniforms and shit to work in another restaurant, and I buy tacos while I'm there because they make really good tacos. This is facts. Asian Mexican fusion. Nice. And good drinks. Very good drinks. Um, before we get into anything else, um, just quick, because it's still kind of fresh on the mind and on the news cycle or whatever you want to say. Oh, yeah. Um, big RIP to uh, Dwayne Haskins, a former Ohio State great, threw 50 touchdowns in a season, beat out Joe Burrow for the starting spot. Um, I believe he was turning 25 in like a month um, and was also, also was my favorite candidate to win the starting job in Pittsburgh because it was him, it was Mitch Trubisky, and stupid Mason Rudolph. So I was really pulling for Dwayne Haskins, but uh, obviously sorry to see him go. And, um, yeah. Do we want to get into the Adam Schefter reporting aspect of that conversation? Because I know that, and I agree with the Twitter backlash, but there's been a lot of Twitter backlash in the way that Adam Schefter released that information. Um, 
because Adam Schefter is kind of a robot when it comes to this shit, and that's kind of his job to be a robot like this shit. But the tweet's been since deleted because it got a lot of shit when he first tweeted. But when he first tweeted the news about Dwayne Haskins, basically the front line of the tweet was Dwayne Haskins, former Ohio State standout who struggled in for two teams in the NFL, comma has passed away after being struck by a truck and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, okay, bro, yes, we get it. You have to be the first one that reports everything and you have to report that he dies. But did you have to throw in the line about him like not being great in the NFL? Like, did you have to say that in his eulogy? Like, yeah, I think I think the backlash is definitely uh, deserved. Um, I think, I don't know. I kind of think he got what's coming to him. Like, I understand it's his job to report on things like that. But like you said, that context especially with the loss of life is not really necessary. Like this is when people lose their life is the time to humanize them more than, uh, you know, dehumanize them, turn them into just a piece of product that we've been analyzing and using for entertainment value. Like that is now all gone. And this guy has left the planet with his whole ass family still on the planet. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think that, and I said this in our um, our dynasty fantasy football league was talking a lot about it in the group chat, which by the way, I sent you a trade in that you need to look at that. Yeah. I haven't opened that app in like two months. Yeah, I know. And the rest of the league keeps clowning you for it. And I'm trying to defend you. Yeah. There's this thing on the planet. There's a uh, 3.5 billion of them. They're called girls. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of deserve more time than, are a dynasty league. I couldn't agree with you more, but anyway, um, so they were talking about it. And like, one of the things that I said, I'm not going to lie. I was a little drunk when I was having the conversation. Um, Whoa. But, um, our country. Tis of thee. Sweet land of Liberty (laughs) is we're addicted to information and we're addicted to content. So, and I'm not saying that this explains this specific tweet that Adam Schefter made, but the reason that Adam Schefter exists and his whole thing exists is because we just have this obsession with knowing shit first yeah right we don't even have to do the shit we just have to be in on the shit we have to know the shit like i was talking to a friend this weekend that we reconnect with uh they live in colorado now um but we got a chance to see them this weekend and one of the guys was telling me that he saw this like special i think it was on it might have been like an SNL thing. No, it wasn't an SNL thing, but it was some late night TV thing. No, it was National Geographic. That's what it was. Uh, not the same thing at all. Not a, not the same thing at all. But um, in the special, they had a bunch of people create a fake line and just some National Geographic there. People there, like undercover, just pretending to look important. The line was for nothing. There was no signs. It wasn't advertising anything, but they just formed a line. And like tons and tons of people just stood in line waiting. And they were like, what's this line for? I don't know. And they just waited in line because people have to be in on shit first. People, we have, we have this like obsession with FOMO. Like nobody wants to miss out on the thing, even if they have no fucking idea what the, what the thing is. That's crazy. Right? So the reason that Adam Schefter as an idea, as a concept exists is because they're so fucking obsessed with getting the information out first that it's very easy for a guy like Schefter to completely forget, like, hey, we don't need a scouting report on this dude's, like, obituary right now. Like, yeah. if you want to be the first one to report that he that he passed away, fine. That's great. 
not great that he passed away, obviously, but that's that's great that you're getting the information out there to the people who need it. Fine. But like, leave the fucking scouting report at home. Like, can you turn your football brain off for a second to just report the news and then leave it, right? The other part that he got so much flack about was because he tweeted the thing and then he sent like five follow-up tweets in the thread with updates. Like, bro, just tweet the thing and then turn your phone off for like a minute. The dude's dead. Like, let's yeah. like, let, let's, let like rest in power, man. Like, leave him alone. It's tough. Anyway. So that's how I absorbed that whole situation. I wasn't expecting to get that heated on that, but yeah, nonetheless. So obviously RIP, um, I don't, you know, just to bring it back to sports, uh, I don't believe in anything that the Steelers now have at quarterback. So hopefully they draft one. And um, yeah, I mean, we got rookies that are obviously, they did the combine and everything for the NFL. We have a lot of new names coming to Prediction Strike. Ooh. We have a lot of new names that just dropped on Prediction Strike. We have a lot of, we have a new sport. What? And before Dan announces this, I just wanted to point out that um, like a month or two ago, I was talking about how this new sport was going to be on Prediction Strike. And Dan was like, really? I haven't heard anything about this. And I was like, well, where did I hear it from? Baseball's on PredictionStrike.com. Remember when I, I said that? You did say that. I, I wasn't disagreeing that. with you. I was just, I just, it was news to me at the You're time. Like, really? Wouldn't we have heard something about that? I was like, well, I heard something about it. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't. So I was looking for you to, and you did. You told me, and you were right. Okay, what do you, what, what the fuck you want? Baseball. You want you, you, you want one of these? Like, yes. what do you want me to do? Um, listen, we're here to make that money, but uh, go Yankees, the only good team that I am a fan of. Because obviously I like the Jets and I like the Islanders and I used to like the Knicks, so I can't just keep being a fan of losers. So this is my one sport where I like a team that's usually good. So I'm expecting big things. Uh, stupid judge, please sign a contract. Stop being stupid. And um, yeah, I'm investing in uh, Judge. First of all, well, hold on, Nicholas. What's up? Before you get there, we have to do one little bit obligatory thing before we talk about who you're investing in. Because um, we're investing in people on this thing called... This is called PredictionStrike.com. It is the world's first fantasy sports stock market um, where you can invest in shares of your favorite NFL, NBA, MLB, and MMA fighters as if they were part of your own stock portfolio. Stonks. Stonks, baby. Diamond strong hands. How does it work? Let me tell you. So... Every player has an IPO, an initial price offering, that fluctuates. Their share price will fluctuate on the dollar based on a couple of factors. First factor is their performance on the field, okay? In three of the four sports that we have, NFL, NBA, and MLB, players have a fantasy projection, just like you would for any of your other fantasy sports. If a player exceeds that fantasy point projection for the game that they play, their share price will, in fact, increase. If it unfortunately falls short, then their price will fall. You had a bad day. The reason I say that MMA doesn't have that is because MMA doesn't exactly have a points projection, but they do have a fluctuating price based on uh, the outcome of the fight and this other thing that all of the sports have, which is a little bit of supply and demand. So if everybody invests in the same dude on the same day, guess what? That share price is going up. If you 
if you nasty MMA prediction strikers do to me again, again, what you always do to me. Again. Again. Where a player wins a freaking fight and then you all sell out immediately so that I lose money off of a victory, then yes, the share price will go down and Dan will get mad about it. You sound mad. I'm a fun guy. No, I'm cool. <laughs> but it happened again. We're going to talk about that now. Yeah, you're tight. But before we do that, if you're new to this game, especially if you heard, whoa, they got baseball now? I got to check this thing out. I'm a huge baseball fan. I've been waiting for this day. Well, baseball fans, welcome. We welcome you with open arms, and Nick has something that's going to make this experience even better for you. Yep, I've got some open arms for you, and I have a promo code. So uh, when you set up your entire account, um, log in, enter all your credentials, make sure all your shit is straight uh, when it comes to making that money. And um, you when you, I, was, I was staring at your dog. <laughs> um, yeah, make sure all your shit is set up on predictionstrike.com, and then... Not last but not least, when you see the field for promo code, type in this promo code that I'm about to say to you in your ears right now. D2 Podcast, capital D, number two, capital P, Oddcast. D2 Podcast, deposit some money, make some money, and hit some home runs. Dingers. Dingers. And you know where you can get those dingers and you can actually invest in those dingers and get those dingers and your dingers? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, where do you put them, Nick? Okay, so for the first time Sorry. ever in Prediction Strike history and and Daily po- Daily Dividends podcast history, mm. Nick is going to go first because Dan is eating dinner right now. So I'm going to mute my mic and I'm going to I'm going to clear out and let uh, Nick Harden play some ISO ball here. Um, so you see, you know, tons of developments here on the Daily Dividends podcast. Dan is no longer chewing on the podcast and talking to me while he chews. I- even though every other time I was trying to like fill while he chewed, but he'd be like, so what about you? slam dunk? Literally none of that happened. Okay. So, oh, there it is. <laughs> so we're going to start from a different place this time on the portfolio because we have two UFC fighters that I've had in my portfolio since we've spoken with Nico of Prediction Strike. He, so shout out Nico, he, put us on to these two names, both very hard to pronounce, so bear with me here. Um, I'll start with the less popular one. Islam Makachev, who is a killer. That boy's a killer. Stone cold killer. Um, there's a big movement of UFC fighters from like Eastern Europe slash like Russia-ish. They've always had a strong presence there. And yes, them and uh, Africa's making a res- resurgence when it comes to UFC fighters. Shout so out Usman. So yeah, so it's been a really and uh and Ganu, don't do that. Well no, I only said Usman because he was like in the news stream like earlier today. There's a video of Nganu picking up uh Shaq. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Islam Makachev, who's at five dollars and four cents. Um, let's see when what he came out on the strike as. Oh my goodness. Islam Makachev, currently five dollars and four cents, started off the season three seventy five. Come on. He's fought like once since then. It's been all about the gains since then. He's won, and then he went back down. But guess what? If you get in early enough like I do, you're making money regardless of the wins and the and the sellouts and the whatever. I already know the second guy you're going to say, and he's the guy that I'm mad about. Next big name. This man. From the same area. Is he, though? What do you mean? 
He's from the same place as uh, Khabib. Oh, from Khabib. Yes, I thought you were talking about the last guy. No, from the same place as Khabib. Oh, yeah, yeah then you're right, yeah. Dagestan. We have Kamzat. Chimev. I like Chimev. Do you like that, or is that his name? Yeah, I like, I like throwing a little phlegm on it. Pause. Okay, I understand <laughs> that, but is that his name? Chimev. <laughs> I, I prefer to call you Nicholas, but is that your name? Kamzat Chimev. Just a killer. I think eight wins in a row at this point. He's 11-0 right now. Just a monster. Six knockouts. I will literally grab onto you like an alligator and drown you and just elbow you to death. That is the name of his game, and it's it's disgusting, and it's a, a beautiful thing to watch. Um, $6.09. Nice. His, his price, and he's the guy that I'm mad about because you MMA fighters need to hold on to people for like a little bit longer, please. It would really be helpful to me because... You're tight. Or I just have to stop... I have to stop investing in fighters spot fight right like, before right before yeah or whatever it is just do it early I just do the, I just play the game wrong I did just, it a couple days early I got a little bit of the gains on the on the way up nah but the problem is peak fight he was seven oh two not early enough within so peak fight he was seven oh two right he ended the evening like before the night was over six forty. Okay, so he went so... down. He went down sixty-two cents. Literally, just after he won the fight, after he jumped up over a dollar. Yeah, remember when I said that you were tight? No, I know I'm tight. You're I, tight. Ugh, whatever, I'm cool. I'm a fun. Or guy. you could have been like Nick, and bought comms at Chimeev at two dollars and fifty cents when he premiered on PredictionStrike.com. Yes, sir. Make that money up. Up 90, 90.3% since I've invested. Oof. That is that is green like money. Um, what else you got? Um, the rest I got is basketball, guys. DeAndre Hunter, don't know why I have that still. $1.83. Um, if you're into that for the playoffs, which you probably aren't because they're going to shrink the rotation and he's not going to play at all. He Next, is a he's a key player for them. He starts for them, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Look at his stats. Well, yeah, he, well, he, he's their... Um... He's their like their wing. He's like their three and D guy. Yeah, he does nothing. He's on the court to guard the other team's number one. Um, twenty two points against the Rockets the last game, so that was cool. But he up went up one point seven percent. So like, again, don't know why I have that in my portfolio. Um, we have Evan Mobley back from injury, still tall, and uh, doing his thing. Cavs are gonna make the playoffs. That's for damn certain. So I think I'm gonna hold on to that. I think I might buy in honestly because his projections are getting low again. Last projection was 27 points, which Ooh. is low for someone who dropped 18 and uh, 10 I mean, any four blocks. When it comes to basketball, anything sub-30 for a player that you consider to be half-decent is worth looking into. Yeah, so Big Mobley, definitely keeping that. It was getting a little shaky in the middle of the season, but $4.48. We're not mad at that at all. He's still, I think, the front runner for Rookie of the Year. Um, He's definitely up there. I'd have to take a look. At who else is out there right now? It's like now. him, Cade, Scotty Barnes, but even Scotty Barnes was like, yeah, he had flashes. He wasn't consistent. Like yeah, Cade has mid. been, Cade's been consistent, but Cade's missed a lot of time to injury, which I know Evan Mobley has also. Like Jalen Green has had a hot couple of weeks, but he had too bad of a first half of the season. He's not going to be considered. Yeah, it's got to be Cade. I don't know. I feel like Cade. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, do I think long term? I think long term, Cade's gonna be the better player than Evan Mobley by by far. Eh. But I think that I don't know. I don't know if Cade did enough 
consistently or if he missed too much well, time. Like none, they, none of them were healthy enough. None That's of the them thing. were. You're right. Yeah. All of them were getting cooked. Well, that's what happens with rookies because it's a very long season for them. Um, next, oh, we have a we have a, a sad goodbye here, Daniel. Uh oh. Listen, man, it's been a roller coaster. Your hair has been lush the entire season. Oh, this is a sad one. Yeah, we started off really shitty. I was saying really mean things about you all beginning of the season, but this man right here started off the year that rhymes at uh like five dollars, a little bit over five dollars. Now, now. We have Jalen Green ending his rookie season at $9.91. I'm out. Oh, my goodness. Jalen Green went dropped all the way down to below $4. And now we're sitting at almost $10. It has been a trip. I bid you farewell, Jalen Green. I hope you practice. And I hope you enjoy the offseason because it's going to be a long one. And then, obviously, we got LaMelo Ball. <laughs> He's got another game or so left. Yeah, fourteen dollars eighty cents. Uh, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Um, but well, they're they're in the play-in tournament. Oh, they are. Dude, you know that that bracket's set, right? Well, as of like yesterday, I didn't look at it yet. <laughs> Even though we do a podcast, I was gonna say I was trying to I was trying to protect you from that. Anyway, listen, man. Um, I don't. Never mind. That's all right. Uh, so my portfolio is is pretty. I I got a couple heads in there. So I already told you I got mad about. The Chimeyev thing, because I just didn't sell fast he enough. Chimeyev, excuse me. I still don't even know if that's right. I could be wrong, but I think I know as little as you do on how to actually pronounce his name, so... You gotta throw some flum on it. No, you don't. Pause. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I flipped. I was like, okay, so I'm already mad that I should have made, like, 20 to 30 bucks on this guy, and I lost, like, a handful of dollars. It wasn't that bad, but... I was like, who can I put this money into somebody that I know is going to be guaranteed gains? Oh, it's the playoffs. Oh, playoffs is when the stars come out. Oh, the Brooklyn Nets are in the play-in tournament. Kevin Durant. Ooh. And you know why? Because I was like, I need like I need a surefire thing. And I know that the Brooklyn Nets, nothing has been a surefire thing with the Brooklyn Nets because their health has been really fucking weird the past couple of months that being said kevin durant's projections right now are sub 50 what yeah his projection right now for the playing game is 48.9 so 49 points kevin durant's last three games fantasy point wise 52 52 62 damn now mind you one of those was against the knicks but the other one was against the cleveland cavaliers who they're playing in the play-in tournament Ooh. So, yeah, the last time we played the Cleveland Cavaliers, a couple days ago, 36 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, and a steal on 41 minutes. Yeah, I don't see KD going out like a hoe. So. That's what I'm saying. So, like, KD's not going to go out like a hoe. So, I'm like, okay, if his projection's sub-50, like, he's going to, he's not going to go, I'm hoping, knock on wood, he's not going to miss that projection. And if he does what everybody else expects them to do, which is beat Cleveland in the play-in tournament, then they go on to the second round against Boston. So you at least have a seven-game series there, right? Or, or if Brooklyn somehow miraculously loses, they're not going to lose to... They're not going to again lose to the loser of Atlanta and Charlotte. So you're telling me you that know. the only thing that... The only thing that Brooklyn needs to do in order to get into the first round of the playoffs is beat Cleveland, Charlotte, or Atlanta... 
the Nets, they're going to do at least one of those things. The Nets play zero defense. I wouldn't be surprised if they got clapped by. Yeah, but I mean, Hawks. yeah, but listen, it's it's the NBA playoffs. Stars come out in the NBA playoffs when the when the rotations shrink and the shots get tougher and the sun goes down. And the sun goes down. That's when. If you have the better player on what your team, you're gonna that? It's it's from. It's from the Chance album you hate. Oh. Yeah. No. I was doing I'm Glad You Came. Sun goes down. You said the stars, stars come, out. come out. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. Ah. All right. Anyway. So I have I so I'm trying to Chance to I'm trying to recoup some losses with Kevin Durant. Um obviously the obvious NBA hold I have, which has been absolutely absurd for me this season, it's still Joel Embiid. Make like that Joel, money. Joel Embiid has been a fucking money maker. He's had 40 plus points. Regular points, not fantasy points. 40 plus regular points in three of the last four games. MVP. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's either him or Jokic. It's not Jokic. It's Embiid. <laughs> Whatever it is. The guy had 41 points and 20 rebounds against Indiana the other day. God damn. So I bought in on him at about, let's see, when did I buy in on him? Um, I would say I bought it on Joel Embiid somewhere in like the I think it was around like the twelve to thirteen dollar range. No, it was less. It was more. It was more like fifteen, right? He, my guy, is up to twenty four dollars and forty nine cents. Oh my goodness, bro! I am up sixty five point six percent on them. Oh my goodness! Sixty five percent off of a twenty four dollar share price. Matt. It's like the only good thing I got going for me right now when it comes to my investments. That's not true. I got a couple other things. But that the NBA wise, I'm holding that for as long as I can because I see I don't know if I'm picking the Sun the I'm not the Suns, the Sixers. Because I hate the Sixers. Duh. But I gotta imagine Eastern Conference Finals for them. Because the way the bracket's set up, and we're gonna talk about it later, like right now they're playing Toronto in the first round. Ew. If they win, they'll probably end up playing Miami or whoever miraculously beats Miami in the first round. Like, and then they'll end up seeing either Boston or Milwaukee, whatever. Like, I think they can at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals. At least. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Harden's good at that. Um, I have a couple baseball players. Oh, snap. What? So I did with my baseball thing, because I'm not going to lie. I'm still a very much a rookie when it comes to baseball. Um. But I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a little bit of research. I'm going to invest in two baseball people for the entire season. <laughs> or at least for the for the long term. We'll see how long it lasts. I'm going to invest in one sure thing, big name, who typically puts up numbers on a regular basis. Oh, boy. And I'm going to invest in one up-and-coming, like, fringe sub-player who's going to get some playing time. Which one would you like first, the up and coming or the big name? Um, up and coming. So the up and coming is um, a guy for the Kansas City Royals. Um, his name is Bobby Witt Jr. No way, bro. No, nah, I have him too. Uh, oh, you do? You really? I mean, he's like the hottest rookie, but yeah, yeah. So he's like the hottest rookie for the Kansas for the Kansas City Royals. He's a shortstop. He was like their big prospect coming up. So like, he's a guy that like he's young. So, you know, at least baseball projection-wise, what I'm discovering is that, like, your projections go anywhere between two and four fantasy points a game. Because think about it. It's, like, hit or not hit. 
Uh, right? Like who, it's, who knows? It's right? So I don't really know exactly how it works, but I just know that like there's not a lot of actual stats you put up in any one given game. It's like hit, RBI, home run, whatever. But I'm sure you also lose shit for like outs and strikeouts and whatever. So anyway, his projection is like 2.74. That's on the lower end compared to the other guy that I'm about to tell you about. But I was like, let me get in early. Let me see. Right? So they've played, he played one series so far against the Cleveland Guardians, which is still weird to say. And he's kind of fluctuated, right? I'm pretty much broke even on him, and he's played in three of the four games, right? As he gets more playing time, we'll see what happens. But right now, his share price is exactly the same. Um, I think I bought him at I bought him at 703. He's 689 right now. All right, whatever. Big deal. We'll see what happens. The other guy is a guy. He switched teams once. Once. He's an outfielder. Only once. He's an outfielder. He's got a big beard. He's got a big personality. And you know how I feel about big beards and big personalities. Hey, yo. I identify with those things. Oh. Bryce Harper. <sighs> Bryce Harper had a really good season last year, and he's like on the cover of like the video games and shit. And Bryce Harper. I was like, you know what? Let me see. And you know what? Bryce Harper hasn't been too bad, okay? He's played in three games against the Oakland A's so far, and... He, yeah, he had one bad game yesterday where, like, literally nothing happened. But steady in, steady increase from the two games before that. I bought him at 990. He's 928. So my baseball takes aren't looking great so far. Bruh. But it's literally only been one series against one team. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll keep you updated on that as the season progresses. I mean, in the meantime, just a surefire. Everyone should just do it now. Um, my favorite baseball player right now, Dan, can you guess who it is? Aaron Judge. Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. Yes, because that boy will pitch because he's a pitcher. But also in the same game, he'll freaking bat because he's also a batter. You know what that means? More, More fantasy, fantasy points. points. That's a good idea. And what does that mean, Daniel? More money. Money. The NBA is back and so is Prediction Strike, the world's first fantasy sports stock market. With Prediction Strike, users can buy and sell shares of pro athletes as if they were stocks. Now, if a player beats their fantasy point projection for the game, their share price goes up. And if they miss it, their price goes down. It's really that simple, people. Now, you already know sports better than anybody else, right? It's time to invest in what you know. Go to PredictionStrike.com right now and sign up with the promo code SPOTIFY for $10 with your first deposit of $20 or more and start earning today. All right. So, Nicholas, are you ready? Um, That I am, Freddie. All right. It's time to do the thing. Well, your best shot is you could you could have Brooklyn lose to Cleveland 
and then Brooklyn can just win in the second game. I didn't realize that the play-in tournament was that. It's not just you play in for the seed. It's literally like a it's it's a double elimination. So the for both sides of the bracket, so the two losers play each other for the okay. So this is here. I'm I'm actually going to share my screen here, Dev, because I'm looking at the thing right now. Um, so I'll I'll show you what I'm looking at. The graph. I'll give you the graphic that I'm looking at. So basically, on either side. Oh, I gotta do permissions and shit. Come on. Oh, I can't share my freaking screen because I'm on my school computer and there's firewall set up. So basically, what happens is the um the seven and the eight, the winner goes to the seven that like, goes to like the two plays the two seed. The loser plays the loser plays the winner of the nine ten for the eight seed. So if Cleveland were to win, they would get the seven seed, and then Brooklyn would play either Atlanta or Charlotte for the eight seed. The nine ten seed, they have to win or they're out. But if they win, they still have to win again. Yeah, that makes sense because you really don't deserve to be there anyway. So <laughs> you don't deserve to be there anyway. The least we could do is make you win one additional game. <laughs> but dude, look at the but just look at the East versus West right now. The nine ten in the East, both those teams are forty three and thirty nine. The nine ten in the West, you have thirty six and forty six and thirty four and forty eight. Damn. The Cavs were a four seed like a week ago. Week ago. The Chicago Bulls were the one seed like a month ago. Chicago. Then you got the Boston Celtics, who they would have stayed the one seed if it wasn't for uh, what's his name, Robert Williams. Yeah, he got cooked. What's his nickname again? He's got like a funky nickname. Big Willie. No, it's it's something. Um, Free Willie. No, it's something that has nothing to do with his actual like name. Uh, Time Lord. Oh my goodness. In part based upon timekeeping faux pas upon signing with the team. Can you tell me more about that? Why is, did he have like faux pas with signing with the team? This is why you don't pick your own nickname. Time Lord is a dope nickname though. Eh. If you if he was good. There are people who think he's like a deep boy candidate. What no, is he's he not defending? Dude, the Celtics have the best defense in the NBA right now. They always do. They're the Celtics. It, I didn't real I guess I didn't realize he was that much of a rim protector, but like the numbers back it up. Well, yeah, because he's a tr actual seven footer, but he's still nothing special. Well, he he's nothing on offense. Yeah, fuck he, out he's of a lob. You know who he is? He's like a DeAndre Jordan who can't jump as high. Ew. Eh. Well, he's young. He's young. All right. So enough about the Celtics and enough about the Cowboys. I'm done talking about both of them already. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Cowboys. We're yet. here to pick. We some don't games. talk about Celtics. No. No. All right. No. Um. Okay. So let's pick some games here. So we figured that the way that this thing is structured and set up, um, we're not going to actually pick the one eight or the two sevens because we don't know who's technically going to be in that spot yet. But we'll pick the play-in games and then we'll pick the four fives and the three sixes. I don't have my laptop, so I'm not writing down shit today. Just saying. All right. I wasn't expecting. I guess I'm writing it down. Okay, uh -huh. great. I got it. I got the thing in front of me. Um, okay. So let's start with the... You want to start with the East Coast or the West Coast? Um, East Coast, of course. All right. So we'll go East Coast, 9-10 matchup. We've got the Atlanta Hawks versus the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Oof. Uh, who would like to go first? Should I go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first just because Great, my favorite I player and my the team that's auditioning to be my favorite team is uh playing. Okay, great. Go for especially it. If they, especially if they pull off this upset. Big Hornets over here. That's what I'm saying. They got the jerseys. They got the, the nicknames. All right. Well, I think I know who you're picking. Oh, yeah. Definitely going with uh Charlotte. Um, 
it's going to be a high octane game because obviously the Hawks are all gas, zero breaks. They're just yeah, they're just all offense, and the the Hornets are capable of also being all offense. So if they bring their A game, they'll be able to fuck the uh, Hawks up. So I'm going Charlotte, Abvida, and gotta go Lamelo. Uh, fourteen dollars ninety cents, I believe, off the dome. Yeah, come on now, respect that man, Tiana Trump. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. So just I'll, I'll be the guy who looks up the prices. Fourteen eighty a share right now. By the way, fourteen eighty a share. Fourteen eighty a share. The projection looks like it's going to be thirty eight point nine. Money the in the bank. Game. See, I'm so tempted to go Atlanta because I do genuinely think that Atlanta is the better team. They are. Well, I know that. Well, they yes, but record wise, they're exactly the same. But I do genuinely believe that Atlanta is the better team that has the better player on it. Labella Ball is very good, but Trey Young is also very good as a Knicks fan. I know that. I experienced that. But that being said, I'm trying to look for other players to invest in other than Trey Young on the Hawks. And the fact that I'm struggling so hard to find one means I think I should pick the Hornets. Fuck it. I'm going to pick the Hornets. Fuck it. I'm going to pick the Hornets. I think the, I think the Hornets can pick one game. Both of these teams are all offense and absolutely no defense whatsoever. Zero defense. Clint Capella might have 27 rebounds, but that's a whole other story. But if I'm going to pick somebody on the Hornets, um, if I'm not going to go... Um, Lamelo, because you already did that. I would be curious to see what happens with Gordon Hayward's health, but he's still kind of like, Ew. well, listen, I'm not saying he's the best investment, but he might play. So it's like a take a flyer on it if you want. But if I'm picking a legitimate other guy, like Mikhail Bridges, bro, is a low key not Mikhail, other Bridges, Miles Bridges. Oh I my did. goodness, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges has been an absolute dog this season, and he's only three thirty three a share right now. Okay. So like. Considering the fact that I think his projections caught up with him a little bit early, so he's had like a couple like rough outings, even though he's had like okay, so his last like three games, twenty six fantasy points, twenty six, twenty four. His projection thirty five, so it's bonkers. But he does occasionally go off for like twenty nine points and like six rebounds. Like he's capable of a forty five point fantasy game, and I'm assuming in a in a literal winner go home situation, that would be the day against a team that literally doesn't play defense. Um, I'm also going to throw out there, especially if the Hawks win, watch out for some of that Bogdan Bogdanovich. He makes money in the playoffs. What? Not a bad idea. All right. So now to the fun one, the one that Devin is the most scared of. The 7-8 play-in game. Winner plays against his Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, Cleveland Cavaliers. Who you got? Oh, crap. I go first. Oh, well, this is easy. I'm picking Brooklyn because, duh, um... And as far as the player, we talked about it earlier in the portfolio segment. I'm investing in Kevin Durant because I needed a sure thing. And if there's one thing that I know that Kevin Durant is not going to go out like a hoe. And if he's going to go out like a hoe, it's definitely not going to be against the fucking Cavs. So (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say that Kevin Durant is going to be a safe investment for this game. And I'm going to pick the Brooklyn Nets to win. Who uh, who are they playing again? Cavaliers. Uh okay. Yeah, um I gotta stick with Evan Mobley, bro. What? Yeah. Listen. What? Um just a walking double double. Projection below thirty, like we talked about earlier in the podcast. It's gonna be easy for him to get again a double double, get a couple blocks, high shooting percentage. We're making money there, bro. 
like obviously you guys already picked KD and Kyrie who are definitely going to make some money. But I mean, just someone because I was looking for a player who plays enough, has a low enough projection, and it's hard to find that when you're playing against a um, a team with two bonafide stars like the Nets, and then you have a team who like Garland, his projections out of here, even though he's nice. Uh, you know, Sexton is nah. Even um, even what's his face with the afro on the uh, Jared Allen? Yeah, even his projections. He's he's getting nice, but the projections too modern much. day stretch from from uh, NBA Street exactly. So instead, we have a guy who's coming off of injury, not coming off of, but Evan Mobley was hurt for a long time. He came back about two weeks ago, so several that, times during the year. Yeah, so that projection it ain't back, but that portfolio it's making a comeback. So Mobley right now, if they were to advance, I mean his projection right now for this one singular game is thirty one point six. So if they do win at at a four forty eight price, give me eighteen and twelve. We're already beating that projection. Actually, quite literally, his projection is fifteen and it's like fifteen three and eight. So if he went eighteen and twelve, he would crush it. Exactly. All right, let's stick with the play in games. Let's go to the West Coast. Let's get these scrub games out of the way because I don't really want to watch any of these games to be honest with you. Um, we've got the Pelicans. Ew. And the Spur- Pelicans and the Spurs. They made the playoffs? They're in the play-in. That's the 9-10. The They're the two that are 36 and... So the Pelicans are 36 and 46. The Spurs are 34 and 48. Wow. And they're, playing, and they're playing each other. Who's going first? You. Okay, so I'm going to pull a rabbit out of my hat here. Um, This is it for the game. Um, I'm going to go... That's tough. I'm going to go Spurs for the game. What? Uh, the what? Spurs are a much, they're just always a better team. If you have pop, I trust you against anybody. That's just how that goes. But for when, for, you know, for the money, when that's coming into play, I'm going to go with some Jackson Hayes. Just caught another body. Just put Steven Adams into the rim a couple of days ago. He tends to do that a couple of times every season. Down 8%. Jackson Hayes, 54 cents. That's nasty and disgusting. But projection is only 20.3 points. And I don't trust the bigs on the Spurs. Uh, Pirtle, we were on his jock at the beginning of the season. He hasn't done shit for us since. And we have a guy who, he's an emerging big. I might pick Jackson Hayes over bum-ass Mitchell Robinson. Oh, watch your mouth. Yeah, I said it. So Jackson Hayes, 54 cents, 20 points, 20.3 points projected as a center. So give me some rebounds. Give me a couple points. Give me a dunk or two. We're making money. Danny, who you got? I'm going to say I'm definitely picking the Pelicans for this game because when Gross. it comes down to it, I can only name one player who actually plays for the Pelicans right now, and that is DeJounte Murray, and that's only because I feel Spurs. like... Spurs. No, that's what I'm saying. I can only think of one player who plays with the Spurs, and that's DeJounte Murray. And the only reason I think I know his name is because that's the name that all of the NBA Twitter accounts curate around the Spurs because he's the only person on that team that's relevant. That boy's nice, though. He is pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. He's solid. He's solid. Um, but I guess I just have to talk about this other guy that like really isn't all that fantasy worthwhile, at least not recently. But this is the guy that was put on... This, this is a true story. The Pelicans put a player on their season ticket renewal email. They put a picture of a player on there. Right. They didn't put Zion Williamson. Zion. They didn't put Brandon Ingram. 
They didn't even put CJ McCollum. You know whose face they put on that email? Drew Holiday. Nope. D- uh, doesn't play for that team anymore. Aaron Holiday. No. Jonas Valanciunas. I don't. I already hate this pick as I'm saying it out loud. Um, yeah, that's nasty. I mean, he's another one who's been like on and off the court, whatever. Um, but low key though, when Valanciunas plays, he's nice. He's actually not bad. He, the problem is he just never fucking plays. <laughs> yeah. But like, so okay, so I'm looking at his thing right now. So like, didn't play in the la- didn't play yesterday. Didn't uh, played like shit the two games before that. Damn. Didn't play on April fourth. Kind of played like shit on on April third. That being said, though, he had a stretch in March where dude was putting up double doubles consistently, like seventeen and twelve, nineteen and eleven, nineteen and twelve, eighteen and eleven, sixteen and nineteen, twenty four and eighteen. Like you can't even tell which ones points and which ones rebounds at that point. <laughs> so if they have a healthy Jonas Valanciunas, which you know I personally haven't heard anything that says that they won't. Um, then that might be somebody to look into. Um, I don't know. He was he didn't play last Sunday um, because of a, um, an ankle injury, so it's worth looking at. But he's the only other person not named CJ McCollum that I would even look at. Period in this game. Um, so, but I'm going to take the Pelicans either way because I just think that they're a slightly less shitty team. Um, last but not least in the playing games before we can get into the real stuff. Although I will say these, two, this is actually an interesting matchup. Um, Timberwolves and Clippers. Are we going to see Kawhi Leonard? Are we going to see Paul George? Are we going to see either or both of those people? Yep. This could be the craziest eight seed ever if either of those people just suddenly come back to this team that miraculously held themselves to over 500, moving, you know, despite never knowing whether those guys were going to actually play basketball or not. So, um, if I'm going to look up the Clippers injury report right now, as I stall, just to see, um, as far as the Clippers play in game right now, um, Kawhi Leonard is not going to play. They, yeah, they're um, both not coming back. I heard, I heard rumors that Paul George might, but let's just assume that they don't because I just, when it comes to those two guys, right. Right. Damn. When it comes to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George playing basketball, I just assume that they won't unless otherwise told. So <laughs> that being said, as much as the Clippers have been a pretty interesting story with that, I can't think of anybody that I would even want to invest in the Clippers. That So I'm going to go with the Timberwolves because Carl Anthony Towns has had a sneaky, really great season. Um, won the three-point contest. Um it looks like he's finally benefiting from that emasculation that Jimmy Butler gave him a couple of years ago down there. Um, they got finally got rid of Andrew Wiggins, who was a surprising all-star in Golden State this year. Um, but yeah, give me uh, give me the Timberwolves, give me Carl Anthony Towns, and give me a really slow loading web browser that's not letting me look up prices. Um, thank you, three eleven, and what's the projection on that? Okay, I mean, like, yeah, it's, like, kind of high. Um, but that being said, though, a guy who can get you, like, 20 and 15, like, it's not unreasonable. He had 48 fantasy points against Washington a couple of games ago. He had 49 against Houston, 45 against Denver, who has a very talented center, even though he doesn't play defense. 
So like I could see that. I want to invest in Anthony Edwards, but I can tell you from just a couple of 20-point parlays that I put together, Anthony Edwards is not reliable, as I yeah. thought he was. So I'll, I'm going to invest in Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, no, we definitely need some good dunks out of him. Um, so I just see right here, it says Deon- D'Angelo Russell, unlikely to play on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So we're probably hopefully going to be healthy for the playing tournament. And also Devin took my pick. Um, so I'm <laughs> Well, kinda, I took his, so we're even. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> banking on a low projection here. Um, I see we're looking at some low 30s. Um, I think that's one I'm willing to take. For Russell? For D'Angelo Russell, yes. Against some unproven uh, guards on the Clippers, because obviously their their best guards and wing players are cooked, clearly. So I'm gonna take some D'Angelo Russell. Um, hopefully, like a 31 point projection. And like you guys said, he's like you know he's got ballers around him that could also make that money. But you need someone to put the ball in their hands. Like Anthony Edwards does not bring up the court. Cat does not bring up the court. So it means some good assists. It means a lot of attention being drawn by these other guys. And D'Angelo Russell can shoot and score on his own too, on top of getting 15 assists on a on a on a good day. So some D'Angelo Russell. What do we got here? We got. Uh, I think it's one dollar and six cents. Ooh. Yes, one dollar and six you know cents. That's low. Let's get into the playoffs. Let's make a run with this young team. So I totally, together. I just realized I totally forgot something because I was about to say, oh, what? Pat Beverly on defense doesn't scare you, and I remembered Pat Trash. Beverly's a T wolf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> forgot about that. So no one, all the three guys we talked about, don't even have to play defense. Also true because Bev's got it. All right. Let's move back. Um, let's go back to the Eastern Conference, and let's talk about. Yeah, yeah, I, I know you looked at me. I said conference, conference. Um, four or five. Sixers at Raptors, or no? Sixers hosting the Raptors. Nick, back to you. Oh, aha! Uh-huh. All right, we can't mess around here, guys. Um, I'm not going to take Dan's pick. Yeah, because he already knows who I'm going to pick. It's been the only guy in my portfolio for the past like six weeks. You know what? I'm going to go back to the well, someone who was in my portfolio earlier this season. And he did nothing but good things for me, even though I used to tarnish his name. Because his name is the same thing as a uh, female uh, female ovulatory equipment. What are you doing? Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> <laughs> The joke was great, but the execution was absolutely terrible. Dude, there's too many three-syllable words to describe periods, all right? <laughs> Formerly known as Tyrese Maxi Pad. Okay? Tyrese Maxi, a dollar twenty-five cents. Been having been having a great season since the addition of James Harden to go with the great Joel Embiid. He's been the main beneficiary, as we as we've been saying. He's open. He's there to facilitate. He is up fifteen percent over the last week. Up fifteen percent. Projection right now is 28.28. Okay, I can't read today, but twenty eight points is kind of kind of on the high side for me. But it's a game where Tyrese Maxey is going to play all forty minutes, if not more. All forty eight. Sorry, math again. All forty eight minutes, if not more, if this game goes into overtime, which hopefully it won't. And um, yeah, just get some easy shots, get some wide open shots, make some plays on defense, and make. That money, Game Cotex log, 360. Game Log Dan about to make an appearance. Um, if you're scared of that projection, he's beat that projection in five of the last six games. Let's go. Saying. Make that money. Wait, are you picking the Sixers? 
I'm picking the Sixers for the game. Okay, yes. got you. Great. Come on now. Right, I mean, I figured. I was just... All right, so I'm also going to pick Philly. We're going to make that a clean sweep on that one. And yeah, I got to go with Joel Embiid. Thank you all for saving him for me because you understand the struggle that has been my portfolio over the last couple of years. But the shining light, years. the beacon of the shining light, the beacon of hope, the one, the one true king in my eyes, it's Joel Embiid, man. I mean, like the guy is putting up forty and twenty. Like forty and twenty, like it's I dude. I'm looking at this right now. He's double double automatic since March twentieth, and most of those games are twenty five to forty five points. It's it's absurd. It's absurd. The guy's putting up seventy fantasy points a game in a lot, oftentimes. So yeah, it's it's Joel Embiid at twenty four forty nine a share, and it's the Sixers in. I'm not going to give it a sweep. I'll give it. I'll say that I think the Raptors can push him to six, right? I I can see. I can see. I can see the Sixers going up three zero, and then the Raptors winning two for Pride, and then they go back and then they finish it off, right? I guess we should have been picking in game amounts, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Definitely, definitely, not. Not. it's fine. Okay. So stay uh staying on the Eastern Conference side, let's finish that up. So we've got now we've got the three six matchup, which is the Bucks versus the Bulls, and I feel like this might be another easy one, um, because I feel well, I just I I just feel like with these matchups, the East is so close that there's a lot of teams that are really next to each other in the standings that really wouldn't be close to each other in any other circumstance. Am I am I right to think that? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bucks, and as much as I want to just be basic and pick Giannis, I'm going to not just because that would be, I know, I know, I, I can't do it to you guys twice in a row, right? So if I'm going to pick anybody, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, Chris Kardashian Middleton, um, because that dude shows up in the playoffs. So. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> you didn't see what I did there? I did. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Chris Kardashian Middleton, um, because, He's only 369 a share. So for a guy that is an all-star caliber player that has the potential for big games, he's the affordable one, right? Now, when you think defensively with the Bulls, they're a little bit better defensively, but they're more better defensively around the rim because you've got a guy like Vucevic that can... that can. It, it, listen, he's not exactly the most athletic defender in the world, but he is a big body that can get a lot of rebounds, can box people out. But as far as the wing goes, like they got a lot of injuries on the wings, um, and DeMar DeRozan has not necessarily been known for his defensive prowess. So if that's the one-on-one matchup, I just see Chris Middleton and DeMar DeRozan just trying to outscore each other while Giannis does his thing. So even if it's only going to be for one of the games, if his projection is somewhere in the mid thirties, which is what it typically is. Yeah. Some games he gets you 21 fantasy points, but other games he can get you 48. So if I can get one or two of those again, fantasy point wise, but if I can get one or two of those 20 and 10 games from Chris Middleton with a handful of assists also, I'll take it even if I don't hold it for the entire series. If I can just get two of those games, cash out, that's going to be my guy. Um, I, too, am going to go Bucks, Avida. But I think I'm going to hold out um, for a healthy Bobby Portis game. Oh, uh, I love the Bobby Portis game. Yeah, you know there's going to be some games where the Bucks are just going to clap cheeks, enough cheeks in the first half, and then Bobby Portis <laughs> is going to end up with like a 16-point projection. And then Bobby Portis is going to go fucking 
crazy for no reason. So I'm just going to hold out for Bobby Portis or Grayson Allen. Um, Bobby Portis sitting at $0.60. Cents, Grayson Allen at $0.34. Cents. Both of those, very trash. But let's try to make some money. <laughs> All right. Let's... Where was the rise? He got to Duke. Yeah, but yeah. everybody's good when they go to Duke. He got into Duke. But he wasn't like a top. He wasn't like a top draft pick. I mean, like he was a he was a first rounder. But that's because anybody who's actually good in college is in the first round, and then the nah. second round is just all flyers and European guys. No, that's that's funny, but yeah, no, <laughs> he slid OD because he kept trying to hurt everybody, and he still does. He still does it. He broke Alex uh, Caruso's arm. Yeah, uh, another guy on the Bulls who died. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. All right. Who else we got, Danny? Uh, okay, we're going to go back to the West Coast. We're going to fly through this. Four or five matchup. Um, Dallas versus... Oh, wait. I didn't pick that game. Wait, no. You... No, we we all did it, right? Dog, it's Bucks versus in a completely yeah, right, injured uh, fraud. Oh, you went. You you just said the Bobby Portis game. Okay, so you go first. Dallas, Utah. Go. Um, Dallas, Utah. I hate the Jazz, and I hate Rudy Gobert. So I'm going to go with Dallas, and especially because they don't have stupid uh, Porzingis either. Sorry, just so much hatred for that matchup. Um, for some money, yeah, Jesus though. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize there was so much animosity there. I think I'm going to go for a guy who was uh, he was very wanted around the trade deadline. A lot of teams were talking about him. A lot of teams were shopping for him. I think he's going to get the bag at the end of this offseason. I, I, I know you're talking about. And I think stupid Tim Hardaway Jr. got out of his way finally. Jalen Brunson. Yeah, Jalen Brunson's good. Sitting at a dollar flat, projection 26, which is a little... You know how I get down with one. A little something-something, but um, against Mike Conley, I think we could beat that. Obviously, he's smaller, but that boy scores points. And like as a, as he's like a 2A. I don't know who's 2B. I don't know who the other options are over at Dallas, but he's the Maxie second... Maxie Labor? I mean, I, I like, I like Maxie. Pad. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> you literally just said the word maxi pad. It's not that it's not that unclear what joke you made there for the second time in the same episode for the second player. Any player with maxi in his name, I'm investing. But <laughs> Jalen Brunson, um, second best scorer on the Mavericks, I'll take that at twenty six points and sitting at a dollar, I'll take that. Um I would I was gonna say, I would have just I would have just rather you just talked about Luca because I'm actually not going to pick the Mavericks here. Um, I share your hatred for the Utah Jazz, both of you. But if there's one thing I know about the Dallas Mavericks every single year is they love to lose first round matchups in the playoffs. And they have one less good player than they usually do in this situation. And the last time that uh, Utah was relevant in the playoffs, um, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray were trading 50 point games back and forth. So... They're capable of that shit. So give me Utah, despite the fact that Donovan Mitchell's not going to pass the ball to Rudy Gobert. Damn. That's fine. He can eat up all the points himself because Donovan Mitchell is $5.02 a share, a very affordable superstar. And yeah, his projections are usually in the high 30s or the low 40s. And he doesn't hit it often. But when he does, my boy gets 37 points and six assists. So it can <laughs> happen. And who is he being guarded by? Jalen Brunson, you just said he's small. Luca, he's European. He doesn't play defense, right? This is what happens, right? So if nothing else, I'll rely on Donovan Mitchell just completely hocking the ball and 
getting past a Dallas team that has never proven to me that they are capable of winning a first round matchup literally ever. So that's fine. Um, Last game. And this would have been a much sweeter homecoming for you, Devin, if a certain man was still playing basketball. Um, But we got to talk about the Warriors and the Nuggets. Yeah, this, this, this is a sad, this is a sad, a sad one because the Warriors looked like they were back to normal for like a minute or for like literally like a game or two. And then Steph Curry, Steph Curry had to go down after the team finally got back to full strength. Like it, it seems unfortunate to say, but I feel like the, the, the golden state core as we fell in love with it, like five years ago, we're just never going to see it again. Somebody's going to bust their ankle every time. Um, so if he plays, I would pick the Warriors, but I'm going to go on the assumption that he's going to miss some time, even if it is like the first two games. So if I'm going off the assumption that Steph Curry is not playing, then unfortunately I have to pick the Nuggets because the Nuggets just have the literal reigning MVP and maybe the second time reigning MVP. Because if you thought that uh, that Giannis's share price was ridiculous. Jokic is fifty nine dollars and fifty cents right now. Dude, what? What? Fifty nine fifty U.S. dollars. Right. So he's doing the same shit that MB is doing right now. Now, mind you, he's the literal only relevant person on the Nuggets right now. So that might have an impact. Um, but again. When the sun goes down and the stars come out and the playoffs start, the stars are usually the ones who advance. And if Steph Curry's not playing, Nikola Jokic is the biggest star on the court. And I, I don't see Nikola Jokic losing to Andrew Wiggins. I just don't see it happening. Damn. So, sorry. Um, yeah, so again, I'm going off the assumption that Steph Curry is not going to be healthy, in which case I'm going to pick Denver. And if you're picking Denver, there's really nobody worth buying other than Jokic. Okay, bye. Damn. Did you know Clay Thompson hit nine three-pointers a couple weeks ago? Yeah, he's crazy. He's Dog, he's Clay Thompson. Two. Seven. Um, I'm going to keep this real short because, um, as you guys alluded to, Steph Curry will be back during the series, um, if not or at the very worst after game one. So I'm just going to bank on that. Steph Curry, though, that share price began the season at $10. Stephen Curry. Sitting at $3.93. Ew. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. But now is the time to reinvest. It's going to be a shocking... It's going to be a weird matchup because it's kind of a bummer that we're not going to see uh, Jokic uh, going deep into into the playoffs this season. And no LeBron. Um, shout out LeBron. I don't no, know why. No, no shout out. Yeah, no shout out LeBron. Sorry, LeBron. Le- did you see what LeBron said the other day or said earlier today? I don't know if it was today or yesterday. He was like... um going for the scoring title and not making the play in tournament is like the most wackest thing ever. It's like, bro, that's literally what you did. You literally, you literally sat out. You literally sat out a game that would have, that could have put you into the play in tournament and then played the following game to try and make the, the get, make the scoring title. It's like literally what you did. Uh, I, Hey, I don't know. I'm not counting his fucking stats. Um, we're not here to talk about LeBron though. That boy is, not in the playoffs, so I'm not worried about him until next season. Um, we got Steph though. I was coming off of injury, all the stuff. Uh, Clay, blah blah blah. 
Wiggins. We're going to go crazy. Steph's going to go crazy. Steph's going to drop a 50-point game this series, if not more than once. And we got to get above 393. That's nasty. And obviously, I'm picking the Warriors to win the series because uh, they're the Warriors. I think they're going to come in healthy as they can be this season. Obviously, the chemistry has got to be something that they figure it out. But I think it's going to be it's going to be figured out quickly because all they do is pass the ball and shoot threes. So it's not a hard concept here. Make that money. 